Hello everybody and welcome back to the Neverending Watchlist podcast. This is the fifth episode in a podcast where we just talk about what films we've watched in the last week. Um, we hope you're enjoying it so far. We're having a lot of fun and I'm once again joined by my co-host Troy Harwood. Troy, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm, I'm pretty swell. I'm pretty swell. Um, so before we get into what we watched this week, we just want to quickly let you know what we're going to be watching next week uh, so that you can join along if you wish to avoid spoilers or, or whatever. So um, what are we going to be watching next week, Troy? Uh, we're going to be watching Guns Akimbo, uh, which just came out this year. Starring Daniel Radcliffe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is on iTunes. I don't know where else it is, but I'm sure if you look it up, you can find it. I'm sure it's readily available because it's pretty recent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, do you have anything you wanted to uh, tell the audience, Troy, before we get started? Or are you happy to just swing into things? Yep, I'm happy. I'm okay. good to go. Sweet. So, Troy, what did, what did you watch this week? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to say it with a different inflection every time. Have you noticed? Oh, okay. So the first Maybe time we'll I do did a the... compilation one time. Yeah, yeah. You hear all the different, different slants in your yeah, voice. Yeah, I'll, I'll emphasize on a different word. So, Troy, yeah. what did you watch this week? <laughs> Eventually, you get to the point of emphasizing different letters. <laughs> but um, what did you watch this week? <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, basically nothing else, uh, besides (laughs) the film that we uh, we were both watching, except I did finish, uh, Kingdom, the Netflix Ah, show. Mm -hmm. Uh, it it got the end of, got to the end of the second season and there will be a third. Okay. Yeah, I was going to ask, is that the end or? No. It comes out next year, possibly. Although, who knows these days. Uh, but yeah. <clears throat> Did it still hold strong in the end? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the second season is probably... Oh, maybe better than the first. I'm not sure. But mm. it's a standout for every episode. Yes, yeah, so I will watch it. I will watch on. it this week so that we can talk yeah. about it next week. I know that's what I said last week. I know. This week, I'm so disappointed. I will. I will watch it. I will watch it. Yes, please. Yes. yes. Everyone else, go watch it because it's great. It doesn't take that much time to watch. Yeah. Don't be a Michael. Don't put things off. And yeah. Don't <laughs> say you're gonna do something and then betray your friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a Michael thing to do. um but yeah just happy to recommend that again yeah i can't i don't want to give anything away it's just excellent excellent television i reckon i reckon you should just talk about the kingdom every week (laughs) yeah probably will (laughs) yeah i rewatched next week oh man i rewatched the first season maybe we can just um copy the audio clip from last week and just insert it here and see if anyone actually notices and it's just the same thing of Troy going I watched the kingdom go watch it it's really good (laughs) yeah yeah that sounds good to me although well I was gonna I'm planning and hopefully by next week Mm -hmm. I've watched 
you know, a few things. Yeah. But uh, I do want to rewatch. I want to go back and rewatch Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> the, the extended cut. I, I don't think I've seen that one. Well, didn't they announce the Snyder Cut yeah, or whatever? Yeah, so that's why. Because they, the Snyder Cut thing is real now. What, what's the... What oh. it, I don't get... I've, I think I've missed that. What's what's the Snyder Cut all okay. about? Okay. <laughs> all right. We're going to go back to 2017. <laughs> Actually, yeah. we'll probably go back to... When did Batman v Superman come out? Uh, 2015? I don't remember Jeez. what happened in it. <laughs> I think 15, actually. Yeah. Because uh, it was right before... Oh, no, 16. Same year as Suicide Squad. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Wait, Justice League came out in 2017? <laughs> the year after? Oh, okay. Wow, are you impressed that they managed that to... That makes sense. Fit such filmic success into such short <laughs> amount of time. Oh yeah, yeah. Who knew they could make a masterpiece in <laughs> under a year? Yeah. And basically, so after Batman, well, Batman v Superman came up, came out, and it was, it was reportedly chopped up quite a bit. Like quite a lot of the story stuff was cut out from by the studio Warner Brothers. Yeah. And so that was why there was an eventually there was an extended cut, which Wait, had a lot of that which stuff. Which is back. it's directed by Zack Snyder, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Both Man of Steel and Batman v Superman were, and I think he mm-hmm. was, he was sort of involved in all of them. So I'm sure he had some sort of say in Suicide Squad and and Wonder Woman. Yeah. And so he started Justice League, and he had all these plans. Uh, he wanted to make three, I think. Justice League movies. Oh well, and they were going to wrap up the whole arc started from from Man of Steel. Yeah, and basically, I think just because Batman v Superman didn't make a billion dollars, it made like eight hundred million or something. It's not enough. enough. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. need an end game. It pretty much that's exactly what they want. They're like, yeah. oh, we we need more money <laughs> but uh, they just didn't quite get that mark and obviously critics were pretty divided on that film yeah so uh, at some point they were like okay there's only going to be one justice league movie and during it unfortunately Zack Snyder had a family tragedy Okay. Awful. His his daughter, teenager, committed suicide. Oh, I didn't know that. And it was yeah. I um, thought it was just really... like studio differences that like. No, no. Oh, wow. So that was really that's a real tragedy hmm. occurred during that, and he, I believe he tried to keep working, to try and distract himself. Yeah. But I. Initially, it was said that he left after that because he just couldn't keep going. Yeah. Although, there's also rumors that Warner Brothers actually just fired him. Oh, jeez. Either way, basically, once he was gone, they were like, all right, no more Zack Snyder. Let's completely change the film. So, they got Joss Whedon on board, who, of course, did uh, the Avengers. Yeah. The first two Avengers and... Bunch of other cult 
classics. Didn't he do TV um, shows? Didn't he do Doctor Horrible's sing along vlog? Yes. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. Did that and Fi Fi and Buffy. Yeah. And so he's very well known for his witty characters and witty dialogue. And yeah, he got brought on different to Snyder. <laughs> oh, he's completely different. They yeah. basically they wanted to be Marvel so badly that they got the guy that you know brought all the Marvel characters together in the first place. Yeah, yeah. And except they had the foundation of a Zack Snyder movie, and then they tried to reshoot a bunch. And then change the color grading, and basically Justice League ended up being a god awful movie, <laughs> one, yep. one of the worst superhero movies I've ever seen. Yeah, and I'll, I'll probably die on the hill that I would take a Batman v Superman over a Justice League any day, because yeah. at least a Batman v Superman, you can tell that Zack Snyder has a vision mm. and he has a style. Yeah. And that's consistent with Man of Steel. Yeah. Justice League is um, just complete, you know, corporate uh, rip-off Marvel. <laughs> it's got all, like, the cookie-cutter elements except no heart to it at all. Yeah. I never saw it, it. I never saw Justice League. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and they made it two hours on the dot. They were like, we, we I cannot go over this. We need two <laughs> hours so we can get as many um, showings as possible. And then the biggest oh, irony of all is that it didn't even gross as much as Ant-Man. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, um, Warner Brothers, I think after that, they sort of were like, okay, I guess we're not going to really do this universe thing anymore. Mm-hmm. And But for, for years, because there is a lot of fans, there were a lot of fans of Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. Regardless of, of the of the poor critical reception, there are a lot of people that really liked Zack Snyder's style and, and his vision and what he was building towards. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, from what I've seen, they seem to be a very strong community. I think they helped to raise awareness for it after his, uh, the suicide and all that. Yeah. His daughters. And um, so that's when I think that sort of whole... And once everyone knew what sort of mess Justice League was, yeah, people started going, oh, okay, there must be... And I think Zack Snyder hinted at a bunch of stuff that was never used and all the stuff that was cut out. Yeah. And apparently, like, there's two-thirds of a movie that we haven't seen, basically. Okay. And so people, like, released the Snyder Cut. That was the whole thing. Yeah, that started. Yeah. Was and there a and hashtag? There was... was there like a hashtag? Yeah, that was the whole the Twitter Snyder. hashtag. Release the Snyder Cut. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then that's when like the whole war, like a mini war, broke out because there's all the haters that did not like those movies and were like, "The Zack Snyder Cut does not exist and it never will." And yeah, um, but it does. Personally, uh, yeah. Well, obviously now it does, yeah. and some of them don't seem to be, um admitting that even now <laughs> um some of that crowd is really deplorable in my opinion the people that yeah. um actually attacked Zack Snyder and and used uh they said some awful stuff especially when the tragedy that happened yeah um just some terrible people some people are just so hateful yeah the internet um, can be a terrible place yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah it really can and I feel really bad for Zack Snyder 
Mm. Uh, and I remember it's been years since I've seen Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. That's why I wanted to revisit them. But I I don't have anything against his style or tone. And yeah. His take on, I didn't, on the universe. I remember. I remember enjoying Man of Steel. I actually liked Man of Steel a lot. Yeah. Um, same. I, th- that being said, I haven't rewatched it for a good ten years or so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I didn't enjoy Batman v Superman. Um, mm-hmm. But as you said, you can definitely see that there's at least some kind of distinct style and it's got some kind of, you know, artistry behind it and it's not just a studio um, studio creation, you know? Yeah. It's made and they're by really good-looking movies too. Yeah. Yeah, I really like his visual style. Mm. And if you look at that compared to Justice League, Justice League looks... Like a, a cheap TV show from the nineties. Looks awful. Ah, <sighs> yeah. I, I <laughs> I've seen bits. I've seen the mustache bit, and I've seen all that. Oh yeah, the mustache. Oh, but but basically, now Zack Snyder, after all these years, has finally there's some streaming service that's connected to Warner Brothers and HBO mm-hmm. that have taken on his project and they're like okay we're gonna fund you something like 20 to 30 million dollars to wow finish editing either the rumors are it's either gonna be like a four-hour movie or like a six-hour mini series or something Jeez. with different parts which i'm i assume it will go that way because yeah. they want to release it bit by bit so people can subscribe to their whatever it is <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that's what's gonna happen and i apparently he hasn't even seen the theatrical cut of justice league so it'll be completely his own thing and he obviously he probably wouldn't use any of the reshot stuff so there yeah. won't be no weird henry cavill mustache <laughs> um face yeah uh, and so yeah that's the gist of it and so, yeah, I, I was like, I want to revisit these movies and see if, uh, you know, my opinions changed or yeah, or refresh my memory, basically. Okay. It's been a long while and mm. a lot of controversy around those movies. Yeah. Yeah. And, and maybe, maybe I should rewatch it. Who knows? Maybe we'll talk about it on the yeah. next couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Anyway, um, that was a... Uh, that was a long tangent we just had there, but uh, yeah, but well, I, th- I, I think, think it was is a... it was worth 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 the discussion. I think. Yeah, I find it a really interesting sort of saga that yeah. went on there. Because uh, mm. I didn't know just... much about it actually. Yeah, I'm just learning all about us now. I'm sure I I don't even know everything. There's all this other stuff, mm. but it it looks like this you know could have some big ramifications for movies in the future because. If, if they can have alternate versions of movies and release yeah. them on streaming services, streaming services want all the content they can get. So this yeah. could become like the norm. Yeah. I know David, David Ayer, who made Suicide Squad, is now sort of trying to get his own cut of Suicide Squad made as well. He's like, hey, yeah, guys, mine could be made really easily too. Yeah. Um, so, you know. Maybe in the future lot, we'll have like... Change different versions of movies that you can watch yeah choose like a choose your own adventure like do you want to watch the tim burton style batman or do you want to watch (laughs) the same film 
but edited by Christopher Nolan? Or do you want to watch... <laughs> you know, they might... Yeah, they might they'll just, just please have, everybody. Yeah, Every single yeah. person. They'll just have every option possible. Yeah, I think uh, I saw... Uh, you know Josh Trank, who did... He did Fantastic Four. Um, which Fantastic Four? The, the new one. Ah, oh. No, yeah, I don't know. He, he was like, I have no interest in, <laughs> in, in that movie. And everyone's like, yeah, good job. <laughs> nice. Fair enough. And neither do I. I have no interest in revisiting that movie since I saw it. Yeah, so. and I haven't even seen it. <laughs> I never will. Yeah. Anyway, shall we move on? Anyway, <laughs> what did you watch? Oh, that was, a, that was an interesting emphasis you put on the you. Yeah, um, thank you. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, Don't know if I was emphasizing the, the Y or the U. <laughs> Definitely wasn't the O. Why? Oh. Does it matter? Ah, uh, all right. Um, what did I watch? I watched... Yeah. Um, I watched Ali's Wedding. I didn't watch too much this week. Uh, I don't know what Ali's Wedding Ali's Wedding was a 2017 Australian film. Okay. Um... Yeah, uh, it's pretty stock standard rom-com kind of thing. I watched it for uni um, in the week that we were kind of talking about representation in Australian film. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's all um, based around this Muslim community in Australia. But the story itself is kind of your standard rom-com kind of thing. Um, It just so happens that that's, you know, who the story is based around. Um, so, I don't know, there's not too much to say about it. I talk about these films that I watch at uni in my tutorials and stuff, so I feel like I don't really need to talk about them here. Um, Was it good though? Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. A lot of people, um, that I've talked to about it felt it was kind of just a bit boring because it was so basic, but I mean, I had a fun time. You know, okay. I probably won't watch it again. I don't think it was life-changing. Mm-hmm. But I thought there were some bits that were really funny. I thought it was an enjoyable watch, you know? And it's... Um, yeah. <laughs> That's, no. There's really not much to say. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And then I also watched uh, Pet Cemetery, the 89 original oh. film. I think it's, that's the first one, right? Yeah. The 89 yeah. one. Yeah. Um... And I, I actually really enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I didn't think I would, but I really did. Why? Um, I just thought it was a lot of fun. I mean, it's horrible, like, as yeah. in what happens. But I watched, because I'd seen the remake first. And so it was actually quite yeah. refreshing to see that done in a style that wasn't taking itself so seriously like the remake did um and i found just the story felt a lot more unique with you know the kind of dated effects and and there were a lot of things that that felt a bit dated but it added Mm. to that charm of that stephen king story whereas reflecting on the remake it seems a lot more like a very generic uh scare thrill ride based upon this story um so there was some there was some cool really cool bits and like what they did with the gore was really 
wacky and crazy and just the kid was wacky and crazy the evil kid and i yeah. I, I just had a lot of fun with it i don't know i i saw that you i saw i checked your letterbox i saw that you didn't like it very much so i'm nah. interested to hear why you didn't like it because i thought it was a lot of fun um okay. i thought it was like really there were some bits that were genuinely quite terrifying um but all around it it was quite creative i felt uh, what yeah. did you think? <laughs> um, <laughs> look, it's been a little while since I've seen it. Yeah. And I don't think it's that memorable of a film, so a lot of it sort of faded. But yeah. I remember just being really cheap. Yeah. And, like, there's a scene where the kid jumps on someone and it's so obviously, <laughs> like, like, a doll. Yeah. Like, uh, See, I, very... I enjoyed that kind of thing. That's what I found fun about it, uh, is how... How kind of cheap and, and um, <laughs> yeah, how cheap it was was kind of the charm of it that I enjoyed, at least. Okay, yeah. Because <laughs> you, gotta, I you, guess you I can't just... take it too seriously. I, and I didn't, which, I don't know, maybe we had different reception towards I it. I guess I was, yeah, maybe I was looking for something. It just wasn't, either way, I just didn't think it was very effective. And yeah. I think that, as like the story, I am... Um, and there's plenty, I've seen plenty of Stephen King adaptions that are really great, mm. fun stories that can have fun with itself, but also are effective in, in terms of scares or, or emotions. Yeah. And when you have, you know, there's classics made off of uh, Stephen King stuff, you know, Shawshank Redemption, or even mm. the more, the 2017 It movie, I think is great. Yeah. And then when the, this one's just sort of, or, or even, funnily enough, Carrie. Um, oh, yeah. Which is, I love that movie. I love Carrie. It's the great. original one. Yeah. It's a fantastic film. Mm. But this one is so cheap and, and lame, I thought. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's definitely, it's no, uh, it's no Shining, I'll say that much. Which oh, is yeah. interesting. Cause That's I, another one. Apparently Stephen King hates that movie. Um, yeah, I think he might have grown on it. Um, yeah. With Doctor Sleep too, which yeah. is if if you haven't seen that, go see that. <laughs> I love that movie. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Um, so yeah, there's so much you can do with these films, and I haven't seen the Pet Cemetery remake. I still need to get around to that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this one it just didn't work for me. I remember the old man was sort of entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I think if you were to watch the remake, I think it might it might give you a bit more appreciation for uh, the cheapness of the first one, I guess. Mm, I don't Who know. Knows? I have no desire to return <laughs> to it, though. Like, yeah, yeah. Doesn't the... Does the wife die in, in the movie? The yeah, old I, the ending sucks. The ending's... Yeah, I, the I didn't like the ending. Um, um, yeah, that probably had a big effect on me too. <laughs> it's just the ending of the yeah. I remember the most effective bit, I think, was the, is the bit where there's like the, I'm not sure if it was a flashback or something, but the starving woman in the bed or whatever. Yeah, her disfigured, um, yeah. sister. Yeah, yeah, that was creepy. I was that's, like, Ugh. Yeah, that's, you that's know, terrifying stuff. I can imagine if I watched that as a kid, that would kill me. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the... The old Pennywise. Oh, man. Oh, man. God damn it. Steven, I... what's his name? No. 
Tim Curry. Uh, Tim Curry. I was going to say Stephen Curry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Not the Australian comedian Stephen Curry, uh, the American yeah, actor Tim Curry. Tim King. Tim King. <laughs> yeah. But um, oh, I remember walking into blockbusters and stuff and seeing um the oh, old it, the it cover. Oh. And it would be like I'd be like, oh, like it's here too. Like and it's just scaring. I mean, it's the most scariest thing ever. Yeah. I'm that like, was almost oh. that was always the most terrifying part of you know, video stores or video yeah, rental stores. And I, mi- I miss them so much. But but when you'd go in and you'd be walking through the aisles and then you see the, the horror section. Mm-hmm. And, you know, me as a seven-year-old could be like, oh, I dare not look. But, you know, my, my temptation yeah. would always win. <laughs> and I'd catch a glance and then I'd, I'd see some cover of something like it. And then that would just give me nightmares for a week. <laughs> yep, yep. And every time I returned <laughs> to that video store, I'd know where it is. And I'd say... The it DVD is right there. Yeah, I know. And, then and just now, like put place it down. Just yeah. like, I cannot look at this. And now I just sit and watch these exact horror movies, and I'm just oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just has got no more effect on me. Yeah, they were still around. Those video stores would be straight to the horror section. I'm like, Ooh, yeah, can't oh, we see? I wish Back they then, still like, existed oh so much. I wish. Uh, like, yeah, it'd be a was... killer if it was during a pandemic time, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. People just grabbing the same DVDs. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, but um, I feel like that could be such a fun opportunity. Because we used to do it like a weekly thing. You know, yeah, like on, on Fridays, you'd pick up, you know, one uh, two-day rental and then a week-long rental. And then it was a chance yeah. to you know, find new things instead of just now where it's just you scroll through Netflix, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, there's like so many options. It's like yeah. too many for the brain to even handle. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> maybe we'll start uh, up. All a, times. Maybe we'll start up a video rental place one day. I think there's still yeah. some around in the US. It's like a very rare. Or oh, there's one. There's... there's one in Melbourne. Yeah, actually, there is. In in Richmond, kind of area. I th- I'm sure there's a couple around here yeah. somewhere, but they're few and far between. Yeah, there's not exactly one where I live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no big chain blockbusters or video easies or anything. No. No. They have those uh, those little kiosks though. Yeah. Um, which I just I've I've never found much interest in them. Nope. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're trying. Yeah. Video easies still trying to trying to survive. <laughs> <laughs> they're in their last breath. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I, I, one more thing, um, mm-hmm. but I won't talk about this much because I want to dedicate a whole podcast to this one day. I watched, I rewatched for the billionth time, Fellowship of the Ring, first Lord uh. of the Rings film. Um, as I said, we got to do a podcast on just those films. I reckon. Yeah, I gotta rewatch them. Maybe, maybe if you rewatch them, we can have a whole podcast episode dedicated Definitely. to those films. I reckon yeah. that would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But shall we move on to the film that we both watched? Yes. Um, which I yeah. actually don't have too much I want to say about it, um, which might be handy seeing as we're already <laughs> we've been talking for a long while and we haven't even gotten to the film yet. Yeah. Oops. But uh, we watched Blowout, uh, which is the 1981 Brian De Palma film. 
Um, mm-hmm. Troy, did you want to tell us a little bit about Blowout? Yeah, so Blowout's about uh, this guy played by John Travolta, mm-hmm. who is a sound recordist for these uh, crappy <laughs> slasher movies, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's out recording sounds for one of these movies and captures the recording of a car crash. Mysterious uh, and then it recording. sort of unfolds into a conspiracy because what he, what the sound picked up, uh, mm. alludes to much more than just a usual car crash. Mm. Mm. And there you go, and you go into a Brian De Palma thriller. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, John Travolta walking around. <laughs> yeah, this film does have John Travolta walking around. And he which does I felt walk like around streets. Quite I found that was the most compelling scenes. element of the film, was just the way that John Travolta walked. You know, I around. actually did enjoy him walking through the streets. <laughs> that they actually did stick out to me because I was like, oh, this is a nice little time capsule of nineteen eighties, late seventies, yeah. early eighties, of him walking around the streets and the cars and all that. I'm like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. Well, what, what like, did you think of this film? I liked it. Yeah. Same. I didn't love it. Same. There's a few <laughs> things. That, yeah. Um, yeah. This is going to be real quick. Uh, but basically, there's a few things that bugged me. Yeah. Um, How so? Okay, well, I, I'll start with the things I like. I'll start with the things I like. Okay. Uh, okay. Hang on. It's, got, it's not that bad. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to think. It's, it's not bad. By all means, it's a good movie. It, it looks good. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Brian De Palma is a really good director. I, I've enjoyed many of his films. Yeah, this is the, uh, I think the third film of his that I've seen. Um, disregarding Mission Impossible, which I haven't seen since I was really young, so that doesn't really count. Um, mm. But I'm I'm keen on rewatching. Anyway, yeah. but I absolutely love Carrie and I absolutely Same. love The Untouchables, and I've given them both five stars, and they're both one of my some of my favorite films. And uh, yep. and so I was really keen for this one actually, um, and I'm yeah. I'm a bit disappointed that I didn't love it quite as much as the rest. But honestly, my expectations were really high, and I still really enjoyed this film. So, you know, I. Uh, I just had really high hopes, I guess. Okay, yeah, I didn't, I didn't go in with any expectations really. I I liked the concept, and the story yeah. is solid. Mm. Uh, the overall story, and for the most part, I like John Travolta quite a lot in it, mm-hmm. except for one bit, which I'll get to. <laughs> Wait, is um, that the, is that the the fireworks? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know the exact shot you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, John Lithgow was really good too as the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's super young. I haven't seen him yeah. in a role where he isn't like a 50 plus like year old dementia. man. Dementia. Yeah. <laughs> Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, that's that's where my mind went first. Was yeah. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Mm. Old man. Yeah. Nope, he's in his heyday here and he's very good. <laughs> in his heyday. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and what else? You know, I liked... It was enjoyable. It's just a good thriller throughout. There's plenty of 
mm. uh, you know, thrilling sequences that you want from your thriller, obviously. Yeah. And it's pretty tight for the most part. Like, they set up all the different elements pretty yeah. well. And I didn't, it, you know... I didn't find myself getting bored, you know? No, You know, every, every scene was really adding something and every scene felt exciting and had, yeah. had, had weight to it. Yeah. Um, which was nice. Like, there wasn't any filler time or anything. Um, that being no, said, yeah. I, f- I f- wish that the film had taken a bit... Uh, a few more twists and turns, I guess. I mean... I don't know, maybe it just wasn't that kind of film, but I felt as if I was just following the same path throughout. Did you find this as well? That you kind of... I kind of was just following this path of getting to the end of the film and it wasn't exactly um, straying from those tracks, which I think could have suited this kind of conspiracy film well. But... Uh. I, I was expecting to learn more. Yeah. Uh, not really, though. Okay. My issues sort of lie a bit differently, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the When I was just saying, too, before, that the film sets up a lot that pays mm. off later, and that's all, you know, good. But it was very <laughs> obvious to me that each element that were like setting up was going to pay off and yeah. just stuck out to me for some reason in particular in this movie when he's talking about the wire um yeah yeah and there was quite a few moments the the like... scream especially was my big one um because uh... throughout the whole film um he's trying to you know while he's exploring this conspiracy there's also the subplot of he's working on this crappy slasher film and the, the lead actress or the victim, actress of the victim in the slasher film is, uh, has this awful scream. <laughs> yeah. And so he needs to find this, this dubbed scream. Um, and so the whole movie, I'm just like waiting for that, you know, that scream to happen and then go, oh, I'll use this scream. Um, so that was, I guess, predictable. But the way in which they used it in the end, I really liked. And I didn't expect really? that. Like, I enjoyed the ending. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. I was just about to say, I thought that <laughs> ending was just so weird and stupid. See, I really <clears throat> liked it because I felt... Uh, spoilers, by the way. Spoiler territory has begun. Oh, yeah. We, um, yeah, we don't even need to say When anything. his love interest died, um, I feel as though their relationship throughout the film was kind of always... You know, it never quite hit its its moment. They were just kind of blossoming or growing mm. and uh they never really, really never really confessed anything or anything except for that you know one small kiss in the car bef- you know right at yeah. the final act and uh, uh right at the final act of the film mm. and then i guess the potential in that relationship made the ending really work for me because yeah. they didn't they didn't butcher the relationship too much throughout the film so it was actually really quite tragic you know the end yeah she definitely dies. didn't want her to die yeah and and he hears you know <clears throat> the scream and um the way that that kind of contrasts or that sentimental moment and how much that means to him contrasted on the like canvas of a you know a crappy slasher film 
I found really worked. Um, and I found that pretty interesting and a, and a pretty heart-wrenching way of showing that, I guess. Okay. Because um, it's kind of clear throughout the whole film that he doesn't really care about <laughs> the, the movie work that he's doing. Because he's reusing yeah. the same sound effects for every film and, you know, whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so when, you know, he's sitting there listening to this slasher film just crying because he hears the scream of something that actually meant a lot to him. I thought that really worked and I really enjoyed it. But, I mean, maybe it's not for everyone. <laughs> no, yeah, not for me. <laughs> because, like, when oh, when it cut to him in the in the studio... And then mm. I got to do a scream scene. And I was like, <laughs> no, no, he wouldn't <laughs> use the real scream of this woman <laughs> that he knew getting butchered. I'm like, no, no way. <laughs> and then he does it. And then he's sitting there like covering his ears. And he's like, oh, like, oh my God. I'm like, why would you ever? What sort of sick yeah. person would like put this innocent... Well, not entirely innocent, but woman's scream of like a mm. friend of his, potential, you know, <clears throat> love interest in mm. this film forever, which he obviously would have to listen to over and over and over and over again because he's yeah. editing a film. Yeah. And it's just, I guess, it made no sense to me. I was like, why? Yeah. This just, I guess you've it's got made the, John you've Travolta got the seem like a sicko, you know? Like, it's <laughs> yeah. just like, this is yeah, I guess you've got that logical know? look on things. Right, at that point, I was just like fully, you know, emotional about it. Uh, so okay. I guess maybe, I, I mean, I did yeah. think like that's pretty weird. For like a split second, I was like, that's kind of messed up. But yeah, it didn't take really long for my, <laughs> for my I'm watching a movie mind to take over, you know, for the, the voice inside my head to say, this is a movie think about the emotion and what it actually means rather than, you know, how this would translate into the real world. Yeah. So I guess it still worked for me, but obviously we were on different trajectories. <clears throat> yeah, it depends point. on how you watch it, I suppose. Yeah. And I was definitely... Because it's more of a... It's supposed to be more of, like, a grounded political thriller, mm. I was looking at everything very clinically... Yeah. Not that I wasn't getting invested in, in the characters and stuff. But, uh, I definitely was. And mm. I didn't want her to die. And that, that most of that final act is pretty tense when he's trying to mm. follow them and stuff. Yeah. And when he finally reaches her. Although one, one problem I had was I didn't think it was clear enough that she had actually died. At yeah. First. Because yeah. A... The blood <laughs> around her neck looked, just looked, it just looked bad. It just looked yeah, like a. I don't think it was meant to be of... blood. I think it was like, well, I think it was internal blood, right? Like I think it's, it was from like a like a choke mark rather than like a, a slice or anything. Yeah. Uh, so. But it, obviously, like it just we never saw the actual fatal wound. Yeah, yeah. Unless was, that was I, I was unsure of whether she died or not. Yeah. And then B, well. John Travolta's face, he does not seem <laughs> nearly as <laughs> torn up about it as I would have thought he would be. Yeah. Because he's kind of like, he's almost like he's half smiling for a little bit or just relieved. Like a face of relief. Yeah. But I guess he's supposed to be, he's trying to betray like 
oh no, you know, this terrible thing has happened. You know, <laughs> I don't, I don't that's, know. That's his direction the, on set. John, it, we need you to think, oh no, this terrible thing has happened. <laughs> Go. Just misery, misery of some kind. <laughs> yeah. And he just didn't sell it at all. And I was like, is she dead? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. guess because he's not, I had to just, because think through my head, you know, I guess because he's not actually trying to help her up or anything that she actually yeah. is dead. Yeah. And so that sort of bugged me that bit. And then mm. right after him playing it on the tape and adding it into this cheapo film, it was just, you know, that didn't work for me. And but then... Troy- it sounds like you were invested in it, though. It sounds like you really cared about whether she was, she was alive or dead. You know, maybe that was. I did. I did. Was, maybe and, that and was it's, the point to kind of make you wonder. You know. What do you mean? I don't know. Like maybe, maybe <laughs> you weren't meant to be because I, I was unsure of whether she was alive or not, and I think that's maybe why the ending worked for me was when it kicked in and he started crying. Uh, that's when it synced in. Like, okay, yeah, she's definitely dead. Um, oh, no, it synced in for me when he picked her up and, like, there's the fireworks shot where he's crying and she's, like, just completely dead in his arm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I suppose I like, that oh, might be a dead giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> a dead giveaway. And then on the news, I think yeah. on the news it says, like, it says, oh, she's dead. Oh, yeah, true. She died. True, yeah. No, sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm out of my mind. <laughs> Um, so that bugged me. And then also the whole police situation. So I'm not sure the gist I get from the movie, the only way I can rationalize some of the things that happen is basically, I'm guessing the movie is basically just saying, uh, it's obviously a commentary on, on real political conspiracies and, and all that. Yeah. And I guess it's just supposed to represent the nihilistic outcome of a lot of these unjust things that, you know, I'm sure there's been countless terrible conspiracy theories that are true mm. that have happened and no one, no one knows and leads fall off and people yeah, get away yeah. with things, you yeah. know, and the answer isn't always clear. And I'm I'm okay with the movie having that sort of overall outcome or, yeah. or meaning, but but <laughs> <laughs> the whole the police were completely at first they were they were so incompetent mm. um, that I was like okay are they being paid off but they never make clear if they are being paid off and yeah. I, that may have been intentional mm. but. Some of them seemed like the guy that John Travolta goes to, the detective, and he's he, he's like, I have all these tapes, and the guy wants the evidence, basically. Mm. He doesn't want him to take away the evidence, at least. Yeah. And then John Travolta later says that they the police erased the tapes. Yeah. I don't Although think he I says that sh- exactly. He says, like, I gave it to the police, and then it got wiped, I think. Yeah, um, I don't think he was implying that the the police actually wiped it. Yeah, I don't themselves. know, but basically it was. The police just completely botched the whole thing because, when the car crash, 
wouldn't the mm. first thing you do basically once you get the bodies out and you realize oh this is a potential president we yeah have, yeah uh, <laughs> you know you'd want all the evidence you can you'd check the fucking car the, like the <laughs> one thing that there was the major crime scene evidence yeah. is the car and then they just leave it in some warehouse and don't no one notices the bullet hole the huge bullet hole right through the tire <laughs> like of all the things you would check would would you not do that so yeah. is it and so then i'm like okay are, are they just being paid off or something mm. or yeah but it was i don't know but case. how would they know um to not look at the car like that because what we learn is that it wasn't supposed to he wasn't supposed to die yeah so there's a few things that just didn't add yeah. up and just was a little annoying to me. And then also when John Travolta, he, um, uh, he's supposed to get a call from the news guy. Yeah. The, the stereotypical news guy whose voice made me laugh because it was so newscasty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he sounded like from the Simpsons or something. Yeah, I'm Troy McClure. And, yeah, <laughs> basically it was like that. Yeah. He's like, I want your story. Um, <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to call you. And I'll call you back, basically. And I'll, so he can tell this story on, on TV. Yeah. And John Travolta doesn't get the call. And then yeah. the Nancy Allen's character gets the call instead. Mm-hmm. Although, obviously, it's from John Lithgow, because John Lithgow is, is screwed with John Travolta's phone, so he never gets the call from the real newscaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, anyway, there's all these things that John Travolta, he sort of questions. He's like, wait, that's not right. That's weird. Um, mm. And then he sort of... He, he, and when, he, when he was saying that, I was like, okay, good. He notices that something is is very wrong here. Mm, yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to get fucked again, you know, like last time. I'm like, oh, okay, like, that's nice. that They set up his past failure with the wire. Okay, now they're going to set up that he's, like, driven to not fail again. Yeah. In a wire he, situation. But he does. And, and he does. Um, <laughs> because he, he, his plan is kind of dumb. because basically he's like okay i'll give you the tape and then if it sounds okay you give him the tape um but it's like why would you a why wouldn't he make a copy of the tape if he was just going to give the one tape away if there was something wrong because if these people can wipe every single sound recording (laughs) he's ever made which somehow doesn't have an effect on the movie at any point yeah. on the yeah. slasher movie. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, it, there's some shit going down, you know. He's mm. like, okay, they could, you should, he should be assuming that, you know, this is, we're dealing with something really big here. Mm. And mm. this is a potential president, so of course it's going to be a big conspiracy. So he should be really as careful as possible. And for the most of the movie, he's pretty, he goes about it pretty smartly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at this point, he's got all the reasons to take it as take this final sort of objective as cautiously as possible. Yeah. He doesn't. He gives her the one like tape, and he's like, "Oh, I'll just listen in the car." It's like, what if it's 
if it's in a busy place, why don't you just, um, oh, I guess he needs the, he needs to hold the bag or whatever to listen. Yeah. But why doesn't he go in with it? Why wouldn't he go in and see the newscaster and say, oh, you know, I didn't get your call. Yeah. I found or just, that. yeah. I, or just I, introduce I, him and be like, oh, if you want to talk privately, that's cool. Just, I brought her over, wanted to see what was happening. And then yeah. you can leave and have the wire on. But at least then he would know it's not some completely different guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was I was watching that at that moment thinking, this isn't the best plan. Why, why, this, is, this isn't a great plan. Why are you doing yeah. that? Why, why don't you just walk up to him? Exactly. Um, and then I, I thought when... I thought, I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe the, he gave him a false tape and he hmm. has the real one. And the, the guy would look at it and he's like, it's a fake tape, you know? Or something. But no, he just gives them the real tape. And then, like, he yeah. throws it away. And Nancy Allen has a pretty funny reaction. She's like, oh, what's, what's his name? Uh, what's John Travolta's name in it? I, 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 I can't remember. Oh, Jack. Ja- He's Jack. Like, yeah. Jack's not going to be very happy with you. <laughs> it's like, like <laughs> he's been wanting this tape. You know how important this is. And her reaction is, well, I guess it's in line with her character. It kind of makes, she's not the you know, sharpest tool in the shed. Yeah. But, um, I actually really yeah. liked her character. I thought her character No, I, I, I liked her. I thought she was good in the movie. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but that thing, there was just contrivances in different places of the story yep. that just stuck out to me and were a bit annoying. <laughs> it sounds like you are annoyed. It sounds like it did. Those, those <laughs> elements did get to you, which is unfortunate. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I'd give it like a solid seven out of ten. It's still a good movie. Don't get me wrong. It's, yeah. it's well made. Mm. Uh, some bits of the soundtrack I like. Other bits I thought were sort of inconsistent. Yeah. And weren't, weren't great, but it looked good. The, the performances were all really good for the most part. Yeah. And I like the concept, obviously. Yeah. And you know, Bryant De Palma's. A solid director he knows how to make an enjoyable film, and I was, I wasn't, yeah, like you said, I was never bored mm. or anything. But when there's a film with a mystery <clears throat> like this, I guess I have, you know, I have an expectation that these characters. Are, I always love movies where characters act just, you know, what you're thinking, you know. Yeah. You're like, oh, that, yeah, that's a good idea. That's smart. Well, I would do that. Well, I would like to think I would do that. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But and sometimes in something like horror movie, you can pull off people doing dumb stuff in mm. like really tense situation. Um, for some reason, Alien Covenant comes to mind. Comes to mind. I'm not sure if you've seen that movie. No, I haven't. But that one's um, does horror really well, mm. or like it's sort of dread very well. Yeah. But, yeah, there's just a few things where characters would do things or, or certain elements of the story just wouldn't add up. I would be like, mm. you know, I, I, get the, I get the point in the movie, but the way it got there in, in a certain places just... Mm. Yeah, you know, it didn't all <laughs> <laughs> Basically. But um, I, yeah, I thought it was good. I had fun. I enjoyed oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, certainly. Um, that it's, stuff. It's all a movie. 
I would yeah. actually, you know, recommend it. It's, it's yeah, good time. Yeah. Although I prefer Carrie much more. Yeah. Everyone Even just, just go, watch, movie. go watch go watch Carrie if you want. Yeah. If you want to start watching some De Palma stuff, watch Carrie, and also watch The Untouchables. Have you seen yeah, The Untouchables? Seen no, no, no. Oh, you should watch it. You should watch it. It's really good. I will. I will. Um. Yeah. Anyway, I don't really have too much more to say or much at all uh, about this. That you know, it's I enjoyed it a lot. Do you have much more you want to say? No, I think I've aired all my grievances. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this movie. Uh, um, you know, and I mean, it, it's probably going to be happen every time where it's going to sound like I hate these movies <laughs> that I watch. But <laughs> but it's just because, you know, when I watch these movies, and, and, and especially for this movie, because I know how good it can be, and I know how good Brian De Palma is as a director... Yeah, and the concept is really strong. Yeah, that just, when it's... when it faults, it it's more apparent to me, and it sticks yeah. out more. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if it was just an all round terrible movie, I wouldn't care as much. Yeah. Like, well, it's just all bad. Yeah, someone who was bored and not invested in this film wouldn't be thinking about it to that level. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anyway, well, um. I guess thank you guys for listening. Um, yeah, sorry, this you. one's this one's been a bit of a long one, but but I've enjoyed my time, so I hope you have too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, what do I say in these <laughs> outros again? <laughs> um, you need uh, to say one word. Oh wait, no, no, no. Yeah, I gotta I gotta plug the Instagram so, oh, so people can know when episodes are gonna be out and and know how to contribute and all that jazz. Um, yeah. so we've now got an official Instagram, which is at the never ending watch list. Um, so that's your go-to zone for any way of contributing or recommending or anything like that. Um, but yeah, otherwise, thank you for watching and maybe if you can watch, uh, Guns Akimbo for next mm-hmm. week, um, but if not, that's also no stress. We're probably just going to spoil the whole thing like we did with the blowout. <laughs> yeah. Uh, otherwise, as we always, always say here at the Never Running Watchlist podcast, what do we always say here, Troy? Goodbye.